abundance. We all want more of it. Health, relationships, career, prosperity. To be human is to strive for more. There's ample advice on how to create abundance. We need to have positive thoughts and believe in ourselves. But what happens if positive thinking doesn't come naturally? Are we doomed? I'm Jill McCabe, author, entrepreneur, negative thinker turned optimist, and your host on the Thinking Vitamins podcast. For years, I struggled to believe in myself. And for years, I fell short of my goals and aspirations. Until I learned a nifty bit of neuroscience that taught me how we can all rewire our brains to have more positive thoughts, self-belief, and abundance. That's what I created Thinking Vitamins for. Thinking vitamins are sticky ideas, mantras, and perspective shifts that retrain your brain to expect good things to happen to you. So I ask you, are you ready to boost your abundance? Let's dive in. Put your seatbelt on and get ready to joyify your life and have some fun. What could be more important to bringing more abundance into our life than having more joy. Today, here to talk to me about that very topic, how to joy, secrets to joyify your life with that daisy chick. That daisy chick is also known as Heather Parton, and she's here to come share some fun stuff with us. Heather is the founder and CFO, that's right, chief fun officer of that daisy chick, where she creates and sells fun, upbeat products that celebrate the power of joy, daisies, and living from the heart. Heather developed this business after spending many years as a life coach and heart math mentor because she wanted other people to have fun, simple ways to add more joy, heart, and positivity to their lives and the lives of people around them. Ooh, it's so needed right now, so needed particularly in the wake of the pandemic and the current state of the world. She just launched her brand new Etsy shop, or maybe you're listening to this later and it's been around a while, the Daisy Shop Canada, where you can find her unique Daisy themed designs. Heather lives on Salt Spring Island. That's in British Columbia, Canada, for those of you who don't know, where she drives a daisified art van, lives in a home filled with daisy paraphernalia, and has a dog named Daisy Mo. She's truly that daisy chick. Heather, if uh, I think I'm still allowed to call you Heather, uh, that is so awesome. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm overjoyed to be here, actually. And absolutely, you can still call me Heather. Awesome. I'll, I'll flip back and forth, maybe. But we'll start with Heather. D Heather, let's start there. Because so, so listeners, I've known Heather for a really long time. And my life has has always been brightened by my interactions with her. Decades ago, Heather was a friend of a friend. And we originally met there. And then, ooh, Decades later, Heather came back into my life to work with me. She talked, um, or when I was introducing her, I mentioned that she was a heart math coach and she has switched to this joy uplifting daisified life. 
And she worked with me in one of my masterminds at Boom U to bring that to be. And so, Heather, I wanted you to share that with the listeners of The Thinking Vitamins. You went from Heather Pardon to that Daisy chick. Can you share your Daisy story? Absolutely. I would love to share my Daisy story. It it began actually many, many years ago, back in 2003. I was going through a real rough patch in life. And I um, ran across a couple of friends of mine who invited me rather spontaneously to join them on this mountain biking adventure to Whistler. And for those of you who know the world of mountain biking or don't, it's a fairly gnarly kind of sport. And we decided that our names like Heather and Nancy and Jen were a little too boring for this weekend. So I took on the moniker of Daisy Gonzalez because there is a Daisy Lake near Whistler. And it was just such a fun, joyful weekend. And I carried forward that name and that identity from there on after and friends gifted me daisy things and i sort of i named i started a bed and breakfast i called it wild daisy and i just began to bring more daisy into my life and it just felt right and what i realized in hindsight was actually that that shift in time was actually sort of a shift in identity in some way i felt like it was more like me reconnecting with who i really was So fast forward to 2009, when I reached another bit of a rough patch in life. I was living in Ottawa at the time. I had created this life that looked really great on the outside. I had a beautiful home in in a trendy neighborhood. I had two businesses I was running. I was socially really busy. You know, from the outside, again, it looked really good. But on the inside, it was absolutely miserable. Life was not feeling good. I was unhappy. I was in a ton of debt. I didn't enjoy where I was living anymore. And I didn't enjoy being in the city. And as happenstance would have it after a rather synchronous conversation with a friend in the spring of 2009, I rather spontaneously decided to sell my house. And selling my house didn't just mean I was going to be moving, it also put myself out of business because I ran two home-based businesses. <laughs> so in short order, I kind of, you know, blew my life up and then was left figuring, oh, what do I do now? And again, after some soul searching, I decided to act upon a, a dream that I had had for many years, which was to travel across Canada. Wow, Heather, that is... You know, that is huge when you sell your house, both your businesses are in that house. And I, and I know, I believe I started seeing through social media at that time, some of the pictures of your adventure along the way, but tell, tell us uh, what happened after that. Well, what happened, it, it was a bit of a, a scary time for me, although exhilarating and many of my friends thought and family thought I was absolutely insane. They couldn't understand what had happened to the Heather who had sort of lived this traditional life for many years, who all of a sudden was, um, you know, selling her house, giving up her business and, and getting rid of all of her stuff to buy an RV. And what ended up happening is I, I took that RV and I actually, I, I knew at the time I just felt this real strong call to follow my heart because I felt that I had built a life that was 
satisfying other people's expectations and it wasn't really true to who I was at a soul level. So I just wanted to follow my heart. If anyone's read The Alchemist, I basically wanted to do what Santiago had done and just see what would happen. And by that time, daisies had taken on a greater significance and symbolism for me. So literally when I left, I put daisies all over my RV. I put my slogan, follow your heart wherever it takes you and decided I'm just going to follow the daisies as my sign and see what happens. And I had some amazing daisy moments on that trip, I have to say. And that adventure became so much more than I ever anticipated. And I, I really need to shorten the story. Otherwise, it gets fairly long. But all to say, when I left Ottawa, I didn't know exactly where I was going or where I would end up or what I was even going to do with my life. And it was quite a crazy adventure of all sorts of ups and downs that eventually led me to here on Salt Spring Island, living an incredibly complete 180 kind of life to what I have before, but one that feels so much better and deeper and richer on a true soul level. And to say that um, Daisy's played a role in that journey is, is, is not being an understatement. And so when I, you know, signed up for your program and I was looking at what kind of business I wanted to offer people and how I wanted to move forward because I really felt like I had a lot of uh, experience and wisdom to share and really wanted to help other people and engage other people, uh, you know, on, on their heart level. Um, it, it was clear to me that daisies had to be a real part of it. And having done coaching and uh, mentoring for a number of years, I was beginning to feel that um, uh, that wasn't exactly the path for me. And when I sat down after doing a lot of the exercises with you in the beginning of the program, it became really clear for me that I needed to be deeply authentic with who I was and my soul and, and what resonates for me and with others and um, to offer something like that. So when it came down to creating a business and becoming that daisy chick, my real impetus for that name was the fact that when I fast forward to the end of my lifetime, if people say, oh, I remember her, she was that daisy chick, I would be, nothing would make me happier than that. <laughs> this is brilliant. I just love, I love this so much. So Heather is truly the personification of fun. Okay. So if you go into the, you know, whatever Wikipedia, it should really just have her picture there. And I can prove it. All you have to do is go to her social media. <laughs> we'll be giving you all the links in the show notes, but just to see how playfully she approaches life and how playfully, like even the things that she's created in her Daisy Shop Canada on Etsy, even just to see it's really all about uplifting. And when we were working kind of closely, sort of figuring out what that was going to be, we had some really big conversations because there were some really painful things happening in the world at that time. And, you know, there were so, there was so much bad news and this, this podcast will go on long beyond the time that this happened, but there was just so much bad news. There was a war 
um, Russia against the Ukraine, a horrific war. There were all of these things and it just didn't feel like a very joyful time. And I remember you and I having that conversation, like what is needed more? We, we need, we do need something to uplift us no matter what is going on around us. So I know that you're all about living joyfully from the heart, following the daisies, like follow the daisies, which I love. Um, can you tell me why you think that's important? I, I think it's important. I think the main reason is, you know, for, based on my experience and I, I see this, I've seen this so many, so often with clients and friends and other people I know, I, I think so many of us get stuck on the path of trying to push happiness or that kind of I'll be happy when sort of myth that's out there, whatever the, whatever the end of that sentence is for you. And I certainly pursued that for many, many years myself. I'll be happy when I have that house. I'll be happy when I have that kind of business. I'll be happy when I have that kind of relationship. So it continually, you know, put my state of happiness in the future and depending upon circumstances over which I had no control. And I know you love science and you probably know this, but that is a great happiness myth that that is the route to happiness. It is not. What I found in my personal experience, and again, which is supported by science, is the pursuit, not even the pursuit, but the practice. I call it a, a, a lifestyle practice, joy. This joy is, you know, those little moments that we can find every day that give us a burst of those, you know, feel good um, chemicals in our body that are is so much more accessible and that to me leads to what i call enduring happiness like you're more resilient and you have a higher baseline so i think that to me is the difference between joy and happiness and why the practice of joy is so critical to building a more lasting state of happiness i think those are the very strong and thoughtful reflections heather you know, there's a book I read, a few things came to mind as you were speaking. One, a book I read not too long ago, who sort of pointed out that the pursuit of happiness, you know, which is a, in um, sort of part of the American dream, is actually always putting the pursuit. It's not the experience of, it's the pursuit of. And so words are powerful. You know, words are very powerful and that can sort of keep it dangling in front of us. I just did um, a commencement address where I spoke about exactly that, three myths, because I help people create businesses that are joyful. Because I used to help people create businesses that were just about money. But I realized I needed to make that pivot. And it's like, no, I won't help you build a business that's not based on your purpose and what you're meant to do and isn't the essence of your being because I just don't want to be a party to that. <laughs> I want, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to help with that. I was just like, sorry, find someone else. Because I don't believe that they're choices. And I love what you said about living joyfully. The final reflection I have, I think, on what you said was really cool. I've recently, I've recently, this is like, this is the real deal listeners. This is, this is for reals. Um, I have deleted all my goals <laughs> except for having fun 
and like love, fun, forgiveness, like just, just complete joy. So, and everything else is like, doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to have fun. And so somebody, a friend of mine, who's like a, you know, a facilitator and, you know, she's like a consultant in big organizations. She's like, well, what does that look like? And, you know, she got her clipboard out and I thought, I don't know. And then it's like what you said, Heather, the small moments, because that living joyfully. And I was having dinner with her that moment, that this friend, we were having dinner together and we were at this place with this gorgeous view. We weren't sitting across from each other the way you're sort of supposed to, because then one of us wouldn't have had this amazing view. So we were sitting next to each other because the table enabled that. Even though it was weird, it was like, no, we both wanted the view. And I thought, you know what? It's not the fact that I'm having dinner with you. It's that there's nowhere else I'd rather be. It's that I'm having so much fun with you right now. It's that I'm not looking over your shoulder, wondering, thinking about what I have to do when I get home. I'm here and I'm present. So I'll admit, Heather, this is a new project. You know, this is a new project bringing more fun into my, but to me, it wasn't about kind of doing all of these like things. It was just about how I was being. What, what are your expert thoughts on joy? (laughs) Tell me, as a joy expert, what do you think? <laughs> no, absolutely. I think you you nailed it that it is a, uh, not to get too, too serious about it, but it is about being present in the moment to what is in front of you, what is in your life that is, that feels good uh, and acknowledging that and from you know, from the point of view, you're someone I know who, you know, trains people on how to create more abundance in their lives. And that is absolutely critical because from an energetic point of view, that creates more resonance and alignment with, you know, what else is going on in your life. And it's going to help shift some of your external circumstances. But, um, you know, I think the key thing is, is, is to, you know, make it, small practices that you can incorporate into your day, small habits, or looking for, like you said, those moments of, ah, you know, I'm having dinner with this friend. This is amazing. Like, look at this view. Life is really good. You know, life is really good right now. This is, that's joy at its very essence. That's joy. I think, and so we're going to get to some of your, your secrets for joyifying, joyifying, very official word. Okay. Your secrets for joyifying your life. One of the things that sort of was my wake up call was last month. I had this wonderful experience. I, I'm, I live on Vancouver Island off of Vancouver official, and I took a float plane there, which one could say is pretty awesome. And I was going off to meet another entrepreneur for a mastermind at like this gorgeous, you know, place. And so, you know, everything I'd ever want, you know, I'll be happy when, and I noticed I was like worried about my business and what I needed to do. And I was not present at that moment. Now I actually got present right away because I noticed it on the plane and I went, Whoa, Jill, you live in paradise. (laughs) You are like, there's, there's no later. I'll be happy. When, no, there's no later. And I forced myself, I'm, you know, I meditate a lot. And so I came into the moment through meditation and that was sort of the shift. I made a vow to myself that I would not miss out on those moments again. Like I've worked so hard to create those moments. And then I was literally about to miss it, but I, I snapped out of it. Um, 
what you mentioned, there's small things you can do. Can you talk, can you speak to some of those? Absolutely. Well, one of the things that is critical for me that I'm going to have to mention is just the importance of laughter. I have talked to so many people uh, who just don't have enough fun, don't have enough laughter in their lives. And I, I remember this incident, this is a couple of years ago, I was sitting in a restaurant in Ottawa and I was waiting for my friend to arrive and I was scrolling through something on my phone and something funny came up and I burst out laughing as I often do because I often laugh on my own. And it was quite loud and two women at the table next to me looked at me and I said, oh, I'm really sorry. You know, I didn't mean to laugh so loud. And they said, no, that's great. We love it. We haven't laughed at all this week. We were trying to figure out, you know, what to do about it. And I thought, wow, like they hadn't laughed at all. And uh, so I, <clears throat> that to me is a quick and easy way to just really release a lot of tension and stress and and feel good so whether that's watching you know a funny cat video watching a sitcom or a funny movie or something that to me is absolutely critical to do on a daily basis is find things to laugh about or hang out with funny people i love that that's yeah that's one uh, the second thing that I think is really important is, and you've touched it, you touched upon a little bit when you mentioned, you know, you meditate and I know you're out in nature a lot and that kind of thing is to find the time and space to reconnect with your heart and yourself. Because I'm sure you've found, and I know I found in my own experience that the most joyful place or way of being is when you're connected to what your heart is trying to tell you, you know, or show you or lead you towards whether that's, you know, going off on an RV adventure or moving to a small island or whatever. That's your heart guiding you towards something that it knows is going to bring joy to you. So regularly practicing, you know, going out in nature, taking the time to slow down, even five minutes, 10 minutes. One of the things I used to do when I first left on my RV trip, and this was all sort of new to me at the time, and I wanted, you know, some support from the universe and so on. I was just putting my hand over my heart and sort of breathe, like, like I teach my clients in heart math, um, mentoring, and just connect. What is my heart say about this? What does my heart think I should do next? And, you know, 10 times out of 10, I would get an answer at some point. So that's a simple practice. too. Oh, I like that practice. That's going to support me where I am right now, because, um, as, as you know, I'm, I'm joking about it, but I'm course coaching right now. My coach is an actual horse. And of course there, there is a human in there who helps facilitate that, but she, She's like, Jill, you need to stop asking the question, what do I think? And start asking the question, what do I feel? And so I think that heart question is going to be really good for me, Heather, in terms of like, what does my heart want? And what feels like the most fun? And I've, I've just started asking that, like, what feels fun to me? What feels good? Um because I'm so, you know, cerebrally, the old me was so cerebrally focused that I'd be like, what do I think? What do I think? What do I think? And it's like, that's not always the smartest part of us, our brain. 
it's it is not and and i know you we talk you you talked about you know um our subconscious and how it 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 drives many of our actions and and i um you know i certainly there is actually again lots of science as well that the heart has more intelligence than the brain and sends more signals towards the brain than vice versa so regularly practicing using your heart to make decisions i honestly i would not have made many of the decisions that i've made in my life were it not or were it not for listening to my heart i oh crazy as that may sound i think it's not and i have heard that right the heart is this um we are not in connection when we want to bring more joy into our life. I think this is bringing the conversation into something we were talking about before we pressed record, which was becoming more whole as people, right? So there's this, you know, intense focus on what, like, again, science is this intense focus on our prefrontal cortex and our, our analytical thinking, but that, is only about five to 10% of our day is actually run by that part of our body. <laughs> and so we have not been taught to listen to the heart. I know that some people talk about the gut. I know that definitely feeling in through the emotions. This is territory that I'm entering into now to learn more about it. So I find what you're saying so interesting, Heather. And But you know what's really on my mind? I've actually got to, I need to switch gears just a little because what keeps coming to mind is like, listeners, you got to see this one. First of all, she has a unicorn suit, okay? She has a unicorn. This woman is like truly, and you've got to go on social media and you've got to see her Daisy Chick van. It's truly joy bringing. But tell me, there was actually a problem with your unicorn suit. Remember someone noticed it. You told me a story once about a child. (laughs) Who who took issue with your unicorn suit? Who took, took issue? That's she took. She did take issue. I have. Uh, let me just clarify for the listeners. I have a, an inflatable unicorn outfit that I absolutely love. I won at a Christmas party uh, earlier this year, and I wore it to surprise a, um, a friend's granddaughter five-year-old granddaughter who loves unicorns so I wore it and uh, surprised her for her birthday but she caught me out because she kept looking at my shoes and saying those aren't unicorn shoes (laughs) because I had regular running shoes on black running shoes and you know what fair point Uh, they were not unicorn shoes so I quickly went out and rectified the situation that weekend and bought myself a rainbow colored pair of running shoes that are far more suitable. But what what I've found interesting, and I just want to mention this as well with, it sounds silly, uh, but that unicorn suit has actually been a little bit of informal research for me because I also wore it one day here on Salt Spring Island to walk down the road to a friend's cafe and we did a little photo fun and I was walking back home and I did not know at the time that there was a fellow who was filming me. And because he he was down at the dock and he came back off and he saw this unicorn and giant with the shoes, down the you know, road. with, with, the, with shoes. the shoes. And um, he's just like, holy what's going on only on Salt Spring Island. And he posted this video on YouTube, you know, just in this amazement of why is there a unicorn and it just 
again, I think it speaks to me of the importance of of moments of joy because that just kind of blew his mind and I actually ran into him about two weeks later and he was still talking about it didn't know it was me inside the unicorn so that was a great conversation to have uh and he was still talking about it so again that just go speaks to the importance of rejigging our brains and looking for those moments it doesn't have to be a giant unicorn it can be something as simple as you know a delicious piece of cake that you know shifts shifts those neurons and and gets you looking for more of the good things in life oh my gosh i love that i i know another one of our conversations i mean i can imagine that if i saw somebody walking by in a unicorn suit i'd probably film it too right and the shoes and everything like just walking up the street i'd be like yeah that's interesting <laughs> i think i pull my camera out. i'm pretty sure i would but i i love that i remember when you told that story that the little girl called you out for your sneakers and i just thought they're not a unicorn you got the wrong shoes it's so you gotta have the footwear i mean for anything she was right you you gotta have the footwear yeah yeah. And that's yeah, the, that is the fun, you know, and one of the things that I've been so inspired about, uh, you know, us being in each other's lives more again, is just seeing, you know, just seeing the way you do make it these small things. We're going to talk about your shirts in a moment and, you know, your vibe checks and, and some different things for listeners. But before we get to that, I want to talk about what gets in the way of joy, because I'm remembering very specifically as you were thinking about what you were going to do to bring more joy to the world and more fun. And you were reaching out and doing some actual market research. And like some people were like, no, I've got enough joy. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but, <laughs> and I remember being really like, I probably my face, you know, cause I'm so expressive was like, what? <laughs> and then, so like somebody was like, oh, I have enough joy. But what, what, from your point of view, being someone who has followed your heart and the daisies, you know, your heart and the daisies are two things you have followed for a really long time in your life. Is, are there things that get in the way? Like people want joy, but then it's like, what's getting in the way? I, I, I do agree that people do want joy. I know one of the things that people did say to me is that they they didn't have time for time for as they put it play or fun and uh i'm just gonna say it i'm sorry if, if play or fun if you don't have time for that in your priority list um you know you may want to look at some of your priorities and your values around how you spend your time because if, if you don't have time for for that sort of thing um i don't know what to say <laughs> I really don't. And um, the second thing that that many people said is, is again, went back to that happiness myth. Like uh, I did ask people, you know, what they did for fun and adventure. And they said, oh, like, you know, yeah, I can have an adventure if I have more money or I have adventures when I go travel. Um, I have fun when I have vacations. And again, that's their, that's putting the happiness onto the future or onto an external circumstances. Whereas, you know, I feel we can plan fun and mini adventures every single day. You know, you can have an adventure putting on a unicorn suit. You can decide to get into the car and take a different route to work 
or to the grocery store and see what happens. You can have an adventure chatting with a stranger in a cafe and seeing what comes of that conversation. You can have an adventure by giving yourself half an hour and saying, okay, um, Hart, where would you like to take me now? I had an adventure. I had an adventure in the drugstore the other day where I said to my partner, she was checking out at the post office and I said, do you want to make me uh, make a bet? I can find a daisy in this store before you check out. And she said, sure. And so that was my adventure as I walked around the store to see if I could find a daisy, the kind of daisy that I like, yellow center, white petals in the store. And I did. That is an adventure. Uh, it doesn't have to be this big, um, you know, big thing, big holiday. That's finding it in the moment. And I think, you know, the third barrier for people um, is simply stopping themselves before they even get started. So I'm a big believer in saying yes to the universe or yes to opportunities. And that is something I've trained myself to do because I think many people, their default mechanism is, no, I can't because X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I think it's a, um, you know, it's a mind shift to say yes, appropriately, of course, um, to opportunities or ideas or new things that come your way and see what happens. Oh, um, I, I, think I think your that's one and factor. three also go together, right? Because you say to say yes appropriately comes back to, well, maybe check on your values. <laughs> I actually think those are really connected because your values are clear. So you can say yes because you know what you're measuring against, right? You're saying, I'm measuring against trusting my heart, following adventure, bringing little things into, like just having fun eating a piece of cake, right? And I know uh, for those of you watching this on YouTube, you're seeing a background and you see some t-shirts that we're gonna pull out in a second. Um, but I know that Heather often has a background where there's just a mountain bike hanging behind her. And so you can just really see what she's, that Daisy check is really all about. It's just like getting out there, going out, doing things, following her heart. I know recently she was working on something and she said, Jill, I opened the Salt Spring Island, I don't know, newspaper or something. And there was a person who needed something and I needed something. And I think her name her name had like part of a daisy in it. What was it? It was the marigold or do you remember that? There was like some woman. Oh, and her last name, it was with the tie dye. Who was that? Oh my goodness. Her last, right. The woman I've connected with to learn tie dye. her last name. Well, her name Amber is Amber Joy, Joy. Right. Oh, and so that was like, that. and then the color in the daisies Amber that Joy. you like specifically is Amber. And so I yeah. think that's also fun. I really think it is this, if there's secrets to joyifying your life. Um, okay, so let's look at these t-shirts because I actually know from signs, I my background was going in and helping organizations shift their behavior. And then I stopped doing it for organizations. And now I help people shift their behavior 
specifically to bring in good businesses, but and abundance through this podcast. But one of the things I deeply believe in is visuals. We know from science that what you look at affects your mood. It affects how you are. It affects what you do. And to give you an easy explanation, we, we are actually very much, um, I, I liken it when I learned the, you know, the behavioral science when I studied it to being pinballs in a pinball machine, because we actually think we have a lot more kind of free choice than we have. You'd be surprised at how much you are um, influenced by the visuals in your environment. For example, if you see uh, a man on a door, you are likely to think that is a men's washroom. And you would probably go in there. If you see a woman on a door, you're likely to think that's a woman. So like even which door both have maybe the same equipment inside, but it will control what we choose to do or how we behave at yield signs or stop signs, or you would just be amazed. And so I love that Heather launched into her joyifying career, her official joyifying career with swag with t-shirts and mugs and bags. I wish I had them to record. They're on order now and on their way to me. Um, But I really deeply believe, can you show us the t-shirts there? I see like you've got t-shirts hanging back there. Well, yeah. Yep. Uh, Can you you see them from here or do I need to go grab one? Yeah. Now, those of you who are listening to this podcast, you can visit the links below, but if you're on YouTube, then you will get to see right now just how cute and playful this, this is a B-Leave shirt. For those of you who are listening, it is this joyful little B followed by L-I-E-V-E, which means there's actually a meaning to that. That means I learned only after designing that t-shirt that leave, and I'm sure I'm butchering it in Dutch, oh means love. Be- so the the shirt has a double entendre to it. The best accidental, um, <laughs> best accidental double, double meaning. Absolutely I could incredible. Have so there's across. a little B followed by leave. So it says believe, but it also says be love. What could bring more joy than being love? Heather, before we wrap up and and we tell listeners where they can find and you've got some their vibe check and do all of that, is there something that I didn't ask you today that you would love to share with listeners before we wrap up? You know what? I knew that you were going to ask me that question. <laughs> and I, I have to be honest, I love the questions that you asked me today and I felt that we're very um, inclusive. You know, I think the only thing that I would um, love to say to listeners today is to, you know, even today, go out and find one moment of joy for yourself. You know, what is it for you that would really instill some joy, whether it's to go for a walk in nature, go look at some pretty flowers, go sit by the beach, whatever that is for you give yourself a gift and go do that today. Oh my gosh. That's what it's all about because whatever you have in your life grows. So that what could be more important and yes. And just, yes. What a great, I loved what you brought. Yes. Please do (laughs) listeners. I think nothing happens later. Everything starts now. I couldn't, 
I couldn't support that Daisy chick any more than I do right now. Now you've got to hear about this, that Daisy chick, you've got this vibe check. Can you, can you, now we're going to have all the links in the show notes. So wherever you're listening, if you look up above or down below, you're going to find the links, but Heather, you got to tell them, tell them about the vibe check. Cause it's free, right? Okay. I'll it's, tell, they tell them the story. Though. Yeah. Okay. It is free. Yeah. So this came about, so what the vibe check is, is I actually, put up a, a joke poster at the local cafe several months ago, maybe even a year ago now, I don't know, just for fun. And it's a joke. You've seen it. Uh, it's, it's just for fun. It encourages people to have a look at their vibe and send, send it in. I, I won't do a spoiler on it, but it, um, what the post, it was intended to just to make people laugh and give them some smiles, which is exactly what it's done. So when I launched my website, I decided I wanted to offer that as a freebie. So now people can go to my website. There's a tab that says vibe check. They can download the vibe check and do it for free and also get a poster. They can download the poster that they can put up in their workplace or their local cafe or wherever, where they can also, um, I absolutely love that. So they will go, so they go to what's your website. It's www.thatdaisychick.com. That's pretty easy. And then you can grab her vibe check for free and then get the poster. And I have seen the poster and it's awesome. I definitely burst out laughing. And one of Heather's uh, advice was to laugh every single day. So you could, I burst out laughing when I saw that poster. I mean, like, it's one of those things when you see it, you're like, oh my God, it's hilarious. So go get your vibe check. Um, but they can also get some of your amazing joy bringing swag for incredible prices at your Etsy shop. So what kinds of things do you have there now that they can go get? Uh, I've got some t-shirts for, I've got the Believe t-shirts and some Daisy t-shirts and more merchandise is continually coming. The, uh, I've got stuff from infants, toddlers, all the way up to adults, men and women. There's tote bags, mugs, and sweatshirts right now. I'm excited and, about my mug because I'll just let you know, one of the reasons I like to have happy mugs and messages is because it's that mm. reminder to be happy all day long. And I drink a lot of like warm water throughout the day. So I pretty much always have a mug on the go. So I'm very excited that I have my own Daisy Chick swag on its way to me. And I can't wait. Heather, thank you so much for spreading your joyifying message through the Thinking Vitamins podcast. I think, how could we be abundant if we don't have moments of joy throughout every single day? Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. And I also have to say thank you, Jill. I really do feel that um, working with you has helped me create and uh, move forward with this new direction. So I'm very grateful and oh my gosh, I'm so for touched. That. It's, you. You're clearly fun to work with. So, so thank you for saying that. <laughs> uh, listeners, go and get your vibe check at thedaisychick.com and you can check out uh, Heather Parton's Daisy Chick Shop Canada on Etsy. Have yourself a joyful, wonderful day. 
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Thinking Vitamins podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, comment, follow, and come to thinkingvitamins.com where you can sign up to get our newsletter and additional free training. Thinking Vitamins with Jill McKay.